to Across the Bar. Our guest today is a good friend of mine, Bo, and his girlfriend, Chelsea. They join us on today's episode to discuss many topics. It's a great time. I think you might get a laugh here and there. Uh, there are a couple New Yorkers, uh, you know, currently, I guess. And, uh, yeah, we just talk about from everything from military to New York to conspiracy theories to everything. So uh, grab a drink, sit back, and enjoy. Out of New York. New York City. Oh, oh, Straight out of Brooklyn. Bing bong. That's, That's good. Is it like whenever I don't know I never been to like New York or nothing but when you're there can you just like yo cab and like just stick your arm out they're like I think that's more of a Manhattan thing because there's cabs always crawling around that place but like if you're in the suburbs of Brooklyn then you gotta call an Uber kind of thing yeah you still see that people stand on the street but only yeah in Manhattan only yeah nowadays so it's Manhattan like the movie like every time you see New York in the movies that's what it is yes yeah for the most part okay New York is split up into boroughs so New York City is split up into boroughs what are there five boroughs so there's the Bronx which is where I hail from Um, Manhattan there's Brooklyn Staten Island and um Queens. Queens, yes. Of How did I think of that before you did? I don't know, because I don't really go. Uh, <laughs> I love the band. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, Manhattan is the one that you usually see, although, like, almost everything nowadays is filmed in Brooklyn, oh, probably yeah. because it's cheaper, you know, but there are studios in Brooklyn, so. In Manhattan, there's only a couple of studios. There are more in Brooklyn, so the film industry kind of takes over there. I find myself working there a lot because I work in the film industry and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, get in. You want to get into it? What do you do in oh, the film sure. industry? Oh, sure. Well, well, for a living, I get paid to um, fight, get beat up, fall downstairs, um, get slung through the air, and set on fire, do some technical driving, um, and the hazardous stuff on set because the actor can't do it. There is liability and things, you know, that I don't know need to be accounted for um, regarding the actor. So yeah, but <laughs> yeah, oh, well, that's Whatever. pretty great. No, that's great. Whatever. So how long did you do that for? Like, or do you still do it? You said? I still do it. Yeah, I've been doing it for like eight years now, and uh, I got into the union eight years ago. Yeah. And that's so ever since then I've been doing that. Took a deviation with my Marine Corps career and uh, ended up back with stunts so well heck yeah yeah we had that always the fall on you know oh yeah and it's just like a lot of fun it's a it's a great lifestyle the job is different every day um you could walk away feeling proud of your work and uh you know it's a nice it's a really great thing yeah. <laughs> that's know. awesome no you're doing great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the people are great that's really yeah. what makes it because like everyone's so interesting and they're very smart and skilled and you get to learn a lot just by being around them you know yeah I and, bet. and just witnessing their lifestyle like you can do this into old age and like be fucking awesome at like 70 oh, you man. know like they're doing cool shit that's like unheard of like, like, you're doing what you're flying hot air balloons like that's awesome you know literally yeah that'd be crazy <laughs> yeah you know so yeah. it's a lot of fun to do that and it makes me want to like be have more interest and explore more and live adventurously you yeah. know because that's what life's about right like, i mean that's the idea of that, that's I guess. the goal yeah. i think yeah 
What do you yeah, think, have buddy? fun while you're here. It's a continuous. No, goal. I think it's awesome. Like, yeah. I think it's one of the most interesting things that you can do. Because <laughs> <clears throat> every time she comes back from a job and is like telling me about it, I'm like, I wish that you know that was my day to day kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. all of it sounds just so exciting, and you never know what you're gonna do whenever you go to one of those jobs. Like, you might have an idea, but you're never sure like mm. what that day is gonna bring. Yeah. I'd be terrified. They're like, today we're going to shoot you out of a cannon, and you're going to have to go swimming. And I'm yeah. like, dude, we're done. I got to go. <laughs> I, got a, I got that thing. I hope, yeah. you, I hope you can CGI out the, my water wings because I'm going to need them. Yeah. 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 No that would be expensive for production, so they probably would end up trying to CG it and, like, fake it if they could, you know. How yeah. much could you charge for that? Like, well, like extra for the crazier the stunt? So when you do stunts the crazier it is you get like a stunt adjustment is what we call it mm -hmm. so that's like adds on to your daily contract depends depending on hazard so it's like hazard pay you know for when you right. deploy and stuff you know but like on a different scale so it can be anywhere from like two hundred dollars to like a thousand dollars if it's like a motorcycle thing or like a car thing it could be in the tens of thousands of dollars depending on how so that is just like a gift to you because you're putting your life at risk mm -hmm. you know and like people totally have gotten hurt and oh, I bet. died and shit so it is for real so the more that you gain responsibility and like get to know people because you do all the legwork there's no agents or anything you have to get to know people and gain their trust because you're a reflection of them so when you go on set, there's like a hundred people there, and mm -hmm. like they all are expecting you to do your job, because if not, then you cost the production money, you know, and time and stuff, and time is money there. So, you know, you want to be good, proficient, and build good relationships, but it takes time to do that without like just by yourself, you know. Right. So right. that's a fun part too about it. It's a challenge. Like it's cool, you right. know. And. I guess your only experience has been there in New York, right? I, did they have you traveling or anywhere? Yeah, I've traveled, like, locally in a sense, like, down to Virginia and, like, I don't know, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. I went to and Rhode Island to work. Mm -hmm. But not, nowhere, like, I don't really work in L.A. I like the East Coast and, you know, we'll see branching out from here. But, yeah, for now, it's just, like, around those areas. And it's cool. Like, The Walking Dead was in Virginia. I worked on... I got to work on Hocus Pocus 2 for Disney in freaking Massachusetts oh, for like cool. two weeks. Yeah. That was awesome. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Like I never, but I don't really watch that anyway. It's right. not my taste. It's, it's I like Hocus Pocus. I guess so. Yeah. There's some antiquity to it and like nostalgia, yeah. but yeah. That's cool. But. Well, Bo, would yes. you uh, like to kind of talk about the things you do or whatever? I mean, you can kind of be very vague or whatever you want. I mean, I'm a data systems chief in the Marine Corps. It's just playing with computers and, I don't know, making sure that people can get emails. But <clears throat> being a chief, I don't, you're just managing the ones under you to make sure that they know what they're doing kind of thing. But uh, working out of Brooklyn, uh, we're part of an INI unit, which is inspector instructor. So whenever the reservists come in to train, like we're overseeing everything that they do mm -hmm. to make sure that they know like that they are doing their job proficiently and that they are a deployable status. Right. Yeah. So whenever they're not there, we're just maintaining gear and 
making sure that their stuff is either updated or they didn't break it the last time that they were using it. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened. I just put it away. And it's boom. Like that. You'd be so surprised at how often that happens. <laughs> like, I don't know. The truck wasn't running whenever you gave it to us. And it's like, it totally was. <laughs> yeah. Or You're we had a, yeah. a, a VSAT terminal, which is like a very small aperture or something. Uh, it's the same thing that you would use to get like internet or TV at, mm-hmm. at your house, but it's on a trailer. So it's very portable. And they tried to unstow it, so raise the dish and all the cables that were meant to like keep it down and hook up to the the aperture at the end of the satellite. They raised it, and all of this stuff got snapped and like oh. mangled. I was so mad because <laughs> so many service quests trying to fix that yeah. freaking thing. But yeah, that's that's what I do, I suppose, in Brooklyn. Yeah. Huh. Well, I mean. It's exciting to think because people do as like internet communications is a huge deal you know without that what do you got oh yeah and there's there's so many marines that like after they do their four or maybe eight years in the marine corps and become so proficient in their job in the communication world like they get out because they know that anywhere that they go in the united states they could probably make six figures oh, like yeah. just starting mm-hmm. because of all the certifications that they get from the marine corps so i don't know i'm I might be part of the dumber crew because I've stuck around so long. I know that I could get out and make so much more, but I've just enjoyed the Marine Corps. And just like me getting orders to Brooklyn, like that's one of the reasons that I stayed in because who gets paid mm-hmm. to like just go live in New York City? Like that sounded like <laughs> such a cool opportunity. Yeah. So it's really kind of drugged me along as far as as long as I'm having fun, I'm going to stick around, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, and it's bringing you a lot of other opportunities too. You know, you let toys for tots or you're a big part of that oh yeah so i mean and that's and that's something that a lot of people don't realize is that the toys for tots organization is run by the marine corps and uh every inspector instructor or ini unit uh does that every single christmas season so i think we gave out over 300,000 toys to all five boroughs of new york city so it was insane and i felt bad because we had a hard time keeping up with all those orders, not orders, but requests for toys. And we were having to cut people's requests in half just to make sure that we would have some for all the other organizations that we're giving to. And it was, it was kind of sad, but honestly, like I'd rather send an organization, a non-for-profit organization, like a church or orphanage or something like that Mm -hmm. with some toys rather than like at the end of the day, if you showed up late or didn't make your appointment, like give them no toys. Yeah. So it was, it was a blessing and a curse. I feel like I made the warehouse really, really efficient, and it's totally not my wheelhouse. Like you, normally, they would have a supply marine running the warehouse just because it's something that they're used to. Mm-hmm. But with me being data systems chief, I think I was able to look at it in a way that you know wasn't really conventional mm-hmm. and open floor plan. Like everything was so efficient. Like the second we got toys in, they were sorted, bagged, and then went out to distributions. So it it just really streamlined the whole process to make sure that we did have stuff to give out every day. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause like if I if it was me, I'd be like, ah, fuck it, kids, get what you want. Come on, Uncle Gregory's house, you oh, know? Man. Yeah, yeah. And it's pallets and pallets of toys, like yeah. sky high in the warehouse. So that's- imagine managing that. That's what Bo did. He moved boxes and like track shipments and, you know. Like crazy. took inventories. Yeah, a like job. trying to guess how many toys that you have just by looking at pallets and be like, oh, I think I have about ten thousand today, <laughs> yeah. and I think that we can get through that. You know, 
Yeah. I, I don't know. I think working at the warehouse made my back a lot stronger through the season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I tried to manage my weight, but oh my gosh, like whenever we were working seven days a week for at least two months straight, October was a little more lenient because I was like building my warehouse at that mm-hmm. point. But November and December, it was seven days a week. I was there. And then some nights it was uh, after you were done at work, you would have to put on your blues and go to an event and try to solicit money that way. Like, hey, give us money for Toys for Tots or give us toys like anything. uh, Because we were on the news several times. Um, I think Good Morning America. uh, We were on some Disney Channel show. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it it just like having those opportunities, again, has been like amazing yeah like that's crazy. Where, how else would you have that opportunity as someone from this tiny little town in missouri i mean you know might as yeah. well give her a shot and have fun with it exactly because dude yeah like i couldn't even imagine especially being on tv i was yeah. like nah you get used to what it what do i do with my hands you know so i never got interviewed <laughs> yeah but yeah the, i was on tv i think at least four times and one of those was a uh uh, it was for the Memorial Day, no, Veterans Day, that one in November. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was doing a, a rifle detail. I was the commander oh. of troops and mm-hmm. had a sword, you know, and did a 21-gun salute. That was really cool. That's kind of bitch. And yeah. on TV, but it had nothing to do with Toys for Tots. But still, like, that's right. another yeah. opportunity to right. really get out there. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, Chelsea, what did yeah. you do whenever you are in the Marines? Um, I operated forklifts and heavy equipment. And honestly, it was, like, the coolest job. I think that I could have even asked for it. Cause like what better yeah. than like you're outdoors, you're in like a machine. So you're protected from the elements. Other people are like outside digging and shit like combat engineers, but you're nice and cozy and you're like operating and it's fun. It's a, a thing of skill. It's a thing of finesse. Like if you get good at it, I know you guys, you all operate tractors and shit. And like, it's kind of relaxing oh, yeah. a little bit. I, en- <laughs> I enjoy it. Like I do. And a lot of times you're just moving shit around and it's like, whatever, if this is going to be my job, like it's really kind of yeah. fun. You what know. do they say? Like a good uh, backhoe operator doesn't need like, or don't get behind a backhoe if you can't comb someone's hair with it or something like that. Oh wow, uh-huh. yeah, that's cool. I've seen somebody flip a quarter with a tram. It's not that hard to do. <laughs> like the tram is the biggest uh, front loader lift. that we have. It's yeah. a front end like loader it. with a fork attachment, you know. So and it's like it's cool. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. But we don't even have like bulldozers at Sixcom. We don't have any dirt material. Like we learn how to operate a grader. But we don't have that at some units because there's no dirt in New York City. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, there's there's so, really no reason to have one of those in right. New York City because everything's hardball road. So Absolutely. Like, if you were in the sticks, I think uh, Georgia has a unit that is just like bulldozers and graders. And it's because right. every it's time fine. that they want to go out and train, like, they do humanitarian stuff as well. So they're, mm-hmm. like, repairing roads and and like oh, that's, that's their cool. training that's yeah cool. you know? yeah that's, yeah and, money to use at least oh and <laughs> yeah, that right. and that can lead to a great civilian job as well yeah. Oh, yeah i mean that pays reasonably so, is the marine corps how you all met or how did you guys meet oh my goodness yeah we met on a rifle range yeah Ooh. so like i know steamy right <laughs> something about guns in the morning something about yeah. it but it happened before that <laughs> like on the way up i got stuck driving with him up to uh, Fort Devens, which is say it ain't in, so. in Massachusetts. <laughs> and like my motor T buddies, the other I and I, they were like, yo, come ride with us. Like, don't ride with him. And I, I kind of felt pressured into doing it. So I grabbed my bag and, and then he was like, hey, where are you going with that? So I put my bag back in the car because he said I need an A driver 
you know, Marines have to go with a buddy yeah, all the time. I hate it being a driver. Right? So Honestly, it just makes it easier. Like, you got the directions, I'll drive. But and, I wanted to, oh, yeah. kind of. No, I, 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 I yeah. secretly wanted to. I was like, who is this guy? Because I've never seen a guy like that in New York City, I guess. You know, but you, you were cool. So. Yeah, I'm cool. Oh, Never wow. seen a Canadian in New York City. Nope. No. Yeah. <laughs> Go outside. <laughs> yeah, no. Out, out and about and around the house. Out and around the house. Oh, I always do that. You guys are way too far up north, man. <laughs> That's crazy, though. So how how the conversation go? Were oh, you guys man. just like, oh, God. what's up? And he's like, what's up? And you're like, cool. <laughs> well, I you started singing. I, oh yeah, I was I, singing on the way out. Yeah, I, was I, I put on a out. fire playlist. Fire that's playlist. Why. Did you guys take a Humvee? No, <laughs> we took a minivan. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, a mom van, soccer <laughs> well, first, mom van. You definitely don't need an A driver then. I thought if you were in a loud ass Humvee. I'm like, how the hell are you gonna hear you? No, saying? it's like a three and a half, yeah. four hour drive. So like, I didn't want to oh. sit in a car by myself. I, I yeah. get it. No, I ain't dogging on you. But I was just well, thinking, I like because like the National Guard out here, you know, they'll fucking be in Humvees and shit. Yeah. So I didn't know if like they gave you guys some, even though I guess you're in New York. But. No, logistically, it's way easier just to take like you know, uh, civilian cars over there. So oh, we yeah. just rent them. Oh fuck it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, carry on. Soccer, my bad. I'm sorry. Soccer mom van. So you guys That's are jamming out <laughs> in a soccer mom van. What was you singing? I don't know, just, just 90s. Yeah, a bunch 90s. of 90s stuff from high school. Oh, yeah, because we, yeah. we are born on the same year. Say so yeah. it ain't so. 93. Oh, a Weezer reference. Yeah, Got there it. you go. <laughs> See, I, it ain't so. I was doing, like, you know, a mess night reference, say it ain't so, but, but uh, then, okay. Yeah. Man, i never been to a mess night. It's, I don't, I don't know, it's kind of fun, but it really depends on the unit that you're with, because sometimes mm. a mess night just... I don't know. It's Have not you been it. to a bad one before? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Is that when they put, like, magical stuff in a In a chalice drink and, and drink it? Yeah, yeah. Everyone brings something. Yeah, if you break a rule, then you have to drink from the grog. Yeah. Gross yeah. shit. Crayon, like, whatever. Crayons, Crayons. corn. <laughs> like, I've seen all kinds of weird stuff in the grog. Like, one of the rules is you can't bring any tobacco Oh, thank God. <clears throat> so, at one of the mess nights I was at, mm -hmm. uh, they knew all the smokers who yeah. were in there, and someone taped a cigarette under my freaking chair. And I knew the trick, so right whenever I showed up, I, I didn't even sit down. I grabbed my chair, looked under it, and I was like, there it is. And I grabbed the cigarette, put it in my sock, and then they tried to punish everyone, like, look under your chair. And I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a cigarette sitting in my sock the whole time. They didn't do anything to you? No, they were like, where to, where to go? That's How did we forget this guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have, I could I would have been like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, they'd be like, why are you laughing? I'm like, it's funny. I played it off. <laughs> yeah, good for you. I think someone else got in trouble because uh, he was. It was some trumped up charge. Someone took a a picture of this kid like riding a, a bicycle, and they photoshopped his face on it. And it was this this big dude, and and uh, they were like, "I have evidence." And he was holding up the Walmart uh, like photo like envelope yeah. thing. And he was like, "I have evidence," and everyone in the room say it ain't so. And he's like, "It is so." And he he walks over to the president of the mess and like holds up this picture and he's like, "So and so stole my bike." And the president's like, "Well, what do you have to say for yourself, so and so?" And he stood up, positioned of attention, and he's like, uh, "It's my bike or something like that." And he like played it off and he's he says it's his bike. No, it's my bike. And they like argued yeah. forever about this bike and they ended up both drinking from the grog for wasting everybody's time. <laughs> 
That's hilarious. I know. <laughs> it's almost like improv theater yeah. of the Marine Corps. <laughs> it's it's total bird court. Yes, that one. Um, oh, here. So. This is the fun one. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Nah. Oh, you guys all ever heard of the Mandala effect? Oh, like you remember something that you think is true, but it's it's really not like what a Target logo looks like or something, or if mm-hmm. blue is on top oh. of the Pepsi logo. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And the Bears theme bears or something like that, and the spelling and craziness and all that stuff. I thought it was Berenstein right. Bears. Oh, it's Berenstein. There it is. It's 100% Berenstein, I thought, is too. It? I, yeah, I'm that's pretty not, sure. I got Mandela'd. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. That okay. shit's fucking legit. Maybe it's because, like, whenever you were little, <laughs> that's probably easier to Mandela someone whenever they're little. Right. Because, like, I don't remember how it was pronounced to me or how I would have pronounced it whenever I was young, yeah. you know, just because I see, like, letters that I just learned yesterday. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, yeah, when you're five, you're watching a cartoon, like, you're really supposed to remember how whatever, you know, a detail in it. Yeah. Well, everyone, so, mm-hmm. I don't know if this, this probably doesn't fall under Mandela effect, but do we all remember, because we're 90s kids, the watercolor, but it was, like, it was a real watercolor tray, like an old tin tray, and it was like this artsy figure, like not stop animation, but it was live animation, and he oh, was yes. like oh, yes. dipping the oh, whole yeah. thing in there, and he was like drawing a picture. Yes, I remember that. that. was like a cartoon or something? Yeah, it was, it was like, like on... a, a little guy, like a mini guy with a giant paintbrush, oh. right? And he would dip. And he was like struggling with it, and he'd dip it in the water. Yeah, and... we could find that right I now. I my head. Yeah, I, you pull it up. So it was like on it. PBS or something, but oh, yeah. like that's a memory that I have that oh. I've it's an unlocked never like, memory. yeah, touched back to. Well, it came, I came across it like a couple years ago, fairly recently, and was like, Oh, that's a weird like. It's weird know, that I know exactly what this is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do you ever get deja vu? Oh yes. yeah, for sure. What do you think that really is? Oh, girl, I'll tell you what it is. Yeah, tell me what it is. You can't handle it, but here it I is. I can. All right, so I right promise. now, here's this I is how I see. You know the Matrix how it's like ones and zeros, right? And you just see them falling, right? Yeah. So the Batman symbol in there every once in a while. Yeah, exactly. So think about the ones and zeros is like uh-huh. different U's going. So like it's like right now a whole bunch of ones and zeros are coming down, right? In this mm-hmm. scenario. Yeah. There's a million gazillion of us having this same thing happen right now. But when deja vu hits, it's that fork in the road in everyone's life across all mm. universes. And you can go left or right kind of thing, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Whenever you get deja vu, that's like your current life choice that you made right there. And you're like, oh, fuck. We're seeing this option. Where one of you went left, but you chose to go right. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I've seen this before because it was presented to me and I decided to make this decision. You know what I mean? Or this choice. So I remember someone, I think his name was Ro Jogan. He was talking about how... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He was talking about how every infinite is so big that everything up to that pause has happened before. Like, and I I feel like that kind of goes the same way as how you're picturing deja vu, because if, if the world is infinitely old, then we've already existed before. Like there's already been one of us. No, I don't say it like that. I think of it like Mm. extreme. So not mm. all current. I'm thinking linearly, but you're thinking like uh, vertical. (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like i'm seeing like parallel universes like living beside each other yeah yeah Yeah. there you go yeah versus like age yeah because there was i could tell you right now i'm the only bad mother important in my family so there ain't never been another one like me (laughs) maybe dolly she's pretty bad like dolly's pretty bad yeah yeah. she yeah, yeah she beats me 
I love you. What, what's it called? Parton World or Dolly World? Dolly World. Dolly World. Yeah. Okay. Or Dollywood. Dollywood. Yeah. But in a way, that does exist already because of archetypes, which is like, I don't know if you've ever heard of those. Like, archetype. I don't even know what an archetype is. An archetype is like a type of character in human nature that keeps repeating itself naturally. Right. Like the villain, like the benevolent, like mother, like the stern father, like these figures in deep in our life and character and what all characters are based on are archetypes like if you look at the villain similar qualities it's an archetype of like human unconscious and that's from carl jung which he's an author Mm -hmm. and and you should check him out he's like an old psychologist it's very interesting stuff maybe you've heard of him i think i've well, I don't Jordan Peterson, Jordan Peterson yeah. is a fan, and that's kind of how I got interested in it through his talks and lectures. You, Have you ever heard? Them? You drink, please. Free. Thank you. I'll give you two dollars. Oh. No, 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 I'm good. Don't you ever one up me, <laughs> Frank? Oh, can, can I borrow a dollar? Can I have a beer too? Yeah. Oh my god, dude! No, you know what? Should I go step away and get it? I don't want to. Okay. We're going right now. Thanks, yep, that's why Frank's the handyman. So what were we saying? start on anything honestly right now we were talking about how the villains were uh use the word i never heard uh, archetype yeah oh yeah that and so what were we getting to oh yeah because we're talking about how like lives are i don't know what the energy is kind of recycled like what do you think yeah because it's like it's really hard for me to believe that out of all the billions of people that are on this world right now like there's got to be one that looks exactly like me and probably has the same morals. Like, even if they don't speak English, right. then there's there's still got to be another one of me, like a doppelganger. You know? What about on a different planet? Like, So that kind of goes into what? how big infinity is. Like, all, out there? all of the nah. observable universe, what? like, there's got to be another Earth out there somewhere. For real, Greg? Nah. You can call me Greg. Okay. Everybody knows me. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're yeah. cool. No. <laughs> It's I just the twins. We get the twins and stuff. That's cool. They get yeah. feisty. But no, on a real note, how I see it, I think this this is it. Yeah. I don't think there's anything outside our universe. Do you think this is so perfect that it's never happened anywhere else in any other solar system? Wow. No, I don't think it's perfect. I don't think that... Uh, man, I like these conversations. Oh, <laughs> I got a, oh sorry. I got a question. No, go hit it. Um, Let me ponder. Do you think that... Like uh, their depiction of multi universes is false. Like, can we, should we not trust like NASA and shit to give us information? Because right. they have kind of predicted that that's the case. Is that mm-hmm. it's much bigger than we know? Um, I don't. Is it? Yeah. So, thank you, whoever did it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm saying, fuck. Maybe it's me. Mine's on is airplane, but throw it over there. I don't know why our phones are going weird. It's probably because we're all talking about hot topics. No, I don't trust anything NASA NASA's does. NASA's listening right now. True. Because all their images that they post on their website of, you know, whatever, the Hubble telescope or whatever this – what's the new one? Uh, the On Mars? Or? No, I want to say Target, but that's not it. The new telescope that's – up. They well, replaced no the Hubble anyways. But oh. it, it can see further out, like further images and shit. But uh, everything says CGI'd on the bottom. You know, it says that mm-hmm. where on really? their websites, like For on the bottom sure. of the photos and stuff, wow. even like our earth images are all CGI. Granted, it's probably for clarification of a quality, you know, not a good quality photo, but still 
CGI's computer, mm. you know. So well, that's why I have a hard time with some of the space stuff. Yeah, if nothing's out there, then, you know, I feel like they wouldn't try to hide it, too, because I feel like they would have that option, right? They can, like, reveal it. They're hiding it, though, if that's the case. If those right. things aren't true, then they're trying to hide something, right? Don't you always think they're trying to hide something? Yeah, but it, then I don't think it's nothing out there. Well, <laughs> that's I'm, why. Oh, you think there's extra life outside? Um, that are I do. Extra life. I, I think that <laughs> there might be extra <laughs> life and in different forms. Because right. sometimes, you know, I'll just be looking at animals too and like, damn, you're so fucking alien. Like, oh, is yeah. there another perfect environment out there to breathe that type of growth? Right. You know? Yeah. It's like, hmm. I wonder, probably, what if there's another, because all it takes is simple, natural ingredients, right? The sun, fucking, and yeah, what? Carbon, hydrogen. Right. You know, things that naturally like were that. found anyway. Yeah. So where else are they found? Like, are they found? Who knows? Well, I mean, if you go off the Big Bang, apparently, you know, it's supposed well, to be everywhere. I don't, yeah. But mm, I don't know. I think it was a slow grower, honestly. <laughs> not a fucking. <laughs> not a shower. Yeah, not a shower, and that's fine. Yeah, I'm, some people say... things come from that? <laughs> yeah, like bacteria is like, uh, there's ways around that, but I don't know. I'm not like a uh, evolutionist or like whatever. Maybe. I think we're created out of something. Probably like mm. the guy made him in his image. He did a pretty good damn job making humans. Mm. I mean, I think we're the best looking things ever, honestly. And we're very intelligent. You know, oh, there's animals obviously. I think that are more intelligent than us. Well, like there's a, fucking a difference ant. of intelligence in in a sense. Right? So yeah, a That's totally true. different type of intelligence. Because mm-hmm. like dolphins. That's a smart freaking animal. Their brains are bigger than ours, and they hang out where it's like warm all the time. Migrate. Like, yeah. Well, not even migrate. Like that's just where <laughs> they hang out. You never accidentally catch. A dolphin, but they have superpowers know. too, like you sonar and shit. Like, yeah, like those things are intelligent. Yeah. Like you they're not sending that? fucking emails, but they're <laughs> but they're smart. Yeah, you stone, know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what's the? There's a movie with that. Oh my god! Fucking was it? Son of a bitch! It's about a space movie, but dolphins were like this inferior no. outer space thing, and they come into Earth or whatever. I've never seen it. And like the humans trap them in SeaWorld, and they're like trying to send a message by doing the tricks, but humans think they trained them into doing, you know, stuff. But in all in reality, they're like trying to speak in us in dolphin by saying, hey, you're in danger. Get off that planet. Get off the planet. <laughs> and then like aliens come and destroy oh, the planet or whatever. I've never seen that movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it just shows how like superior dolphins are to humans. That's what the whole thing was. What if, what if they are a different, uh, like, terrestrial life form that ended up on our planet and they're like well we can't really get back so uh let's just hang out let's go eat some plastic (laughs) let's hang out in this plastic uh island you know that's probably why they fuck so much dude (laughs) i mean i'm just saying well this is like you ever see like any kind of sea life like the angler the anglerfish the thingy with the thing on it the the deep water anglerfish yeah that shit's like come on you know jesus didn't make that like come on get that shit out of here (laughs) he might have been drunk like we don't know he's like looking at it like sitting at the end of the bar you know (laughs) i'll make one of these it's gonna have a light on it (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's satan up there ben like yo bro you gonna make some weird shit today like ah no man like leave me alone <laughs> and god's like watch this <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen a fish with a light on it yeah. <laughs> we're all going to hell for that by the way <laughs> lord forgive us yeah those teeth though oh my goodness yeah well the male fucking hooks into the female yeah is and it like, violent like that no he like 
fuses as one and he becomes a parasite basically he's wow. yeah he's Yo, what if they enjoy well, that's it like us, huh? what if the uh, female it enjoys kinda, it I, well, she'll have like six or seven on her, dude. Just whoever. She must love it then. I think. I, I think yeah, it's like it just she's looks a painful. It just looks painful. No, the, in their world. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's totally chill. I'm glad I ain't me though, man. Because like, that's a whole lot of fish. You know what I'm saying? Seven other fish on oh, you. your lady. That's a lot. Jeez, yeah. Man. No. It's not practical for us, for humans. Yeah. Like, so. That's their superpower. I mean, if you want, I can, like, hop on your back. You can just give me a piggyback ride the rest of your life. That's basically, yeah. yeah. But, like, bite your jugular. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's how I get my nutrients, so you're going to have to drink a lot of milk. (laughs) Goat milk. (laughs) Goat milk? I'm sorry. I I got on a... Fish fuck me up. Uh, but, oh, yeah. Who so, put these here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Who put these here is like the question. How they get here? I think here. fish started from, you know, whenever the, the floor was no longer lava, but it was all ocean. So I think we all like started. I mean, this is all evolutionary stuff. Yeah. But I think we all started like in the water and well, then yeah. evolved to not be in the water anymore. I do think that there's godly qualities to evolution in a sense that it all that part I believe is still his image or its image. Oh yeah. Like even the evolution like of its, I don't know. I think that was it, like pushed in a direction that was more like if if you're still in the Christianity uh like mindset pushed towards evolution of an image of God, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, like I don't know. I mean, everything is connected, and it's all necessary in its own way and special. And like I don't know. It just goes back to we were listening to a lecture earlier on from like a philosopher, Alan Watts, and he talks about how oh, everything yeah. is one. Mm-hmm. You've heard of him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And he really like like God is everything. We spend so much time separating ourselves from like the rest of nature, and we kind of think that I don't know. It's like less intelligent, and that we are the most intelligent in a mm-hmm. way. But like we forget the fact that we are so connected with it, and like we need it to exist. And yep. you know, it's it's smart in its own way. It just does. It's like a cycle. And our conscious kind of separates us from that. We're like a bag of skin with like a consciousness that controls it. (laughs) You know, some people believe that. But and it talks about different cultures and stuff. And like, I don't know. Have you heard of the youngest, driest theory or younger, driest theory? Yeah. No. So basically, it like humans aren't as young as they say we are, Mm -hmm. and like we've actually been on the planet for you know, hundred million years or something like the the our form of human, you know, not like just like knuckle draggers, but like human <laughs> humans. Yeah. And like, um, they're basically saying that there was like a chasmoclitic big impact <laughs> from like comets and shit, you know, anyways. And well, it, we just appeared one day. No, like we already here. They can't explain oh, okay. the creation, but they can explain that we've been here longer than what was previously thought. And so they're saying like, the ice age and basically how the great you know like floods and stuff that they're talking like biblical times and other religions they all talked about you know this crazy fucking flooding and things like that well now they're explaining like some of these comments might have came in this like path that was more towards like israel and like the middle east and stuff and it kind of you know made it it was a great flood for them it took out you know certain areas okay of that area you know what i mean mm-hmm. from this comment you know that we're still in its path that happens every so i don't know yeah anyways. But uh, that was their way of explaining, like, the Ice Age, not really ending, because the Earth would go through phases, 
but like how yeah. mankind's been able to like prosper like we'd go underground and like so a lot of these uh ancient buildings and you know stonehenge and things like that was actually supposed to be they're all like in tune with you know astronomy and stuff and uh mm-hmm. did i say astronomy or astronomy <laughs> anyway the stars yeah but like so they're all in communication because it's a calendar like hey we're in this path this happens this is like a recurring thing wow but you know that's why they say like I don't know. I went on two different things there, but yeah. Yeah, like, have you ever visited a crater? I feel like comets hit fucking a lot. What's that place, uh, that giant one where that scary movie's based out of mm. in Australia, I think? Oh. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure. Like, you I've been know. to Australia, but I, I don't remember visiting a crater. I was only in the Northern Territory, and then I spent some time in uh, Cairns, Australia. Cairns? Cairns? Where's Cairns at? Or what's in... Uh, Kansas on the Gold Coast. Uh, it's spelled C A R N S. I'm gonna pull up the crater real fast. Okay. Yeah, so I feel like that's cool that they could they were able to like track down like how the crater hits or where it hits. Right? Is that what they did? Yeah, you basically you could see like the ocean impact where like something mm-hmm. big ran through there or something like that. Uh, and Australia. But yeah, do the, don't the stars like shift though their position over time as like but due to like the magnetic like pull or like the yaw of the Earth or something like that? You does think? it though? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the pitch of the Earth. Like that's why we have seasons, four seasons, right? So sometimes right. the northern hemisphere is closer to the sun, and sometimes the southern hemisphere is closer to the sun. So like our our uh, winter is like the southern hemisphere's summer, you know. So whenever I was in Japan. I was there for a tropical winter, so it was like kind of cool. Maybe sometimes you need your hoodie at night. And then whenever I went to Australia, they were starting their tropical winter, so I went three tropical winters in a row. So it's kind of neat. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just a snow baby. <laughs> but as the universe expands, does the position of the stars expand? Yes. I so think- then, does the basic astrology still apply if those positions are changed in well, the stars? Is the universe still expanding? I thought it was. I thought it's ever expanding. I thought it was slowly, like, it's not. It's actually speeding up. Is it? Yeah, oh, ain't it speeding up? Okay, that's maybe that's what, what And that's the fucking mind bender. It's like, how is it speeding up? You would think it would slow down. Unless it's going to, like, stretch out. and then Right, as it stretched out, you think it would, like, boom. space out and slow down. But, but like, that's another reason why I feel like there there can't just be one Earth. Like, there has to be another solar system that has the conditions as perfect as we have them right that there has to be earth uh and living beings Mm -hmm. and whether they're ahead or behind of us like there just has to be another one like because whenever the hubble was like looking into i think it was like this black square Mm -hmm. they were like we're going to point it here for a week and gather like you know a slow exposure and by the end of that week and they would zoom in on what was presumed like no stars in this. They found like hundreds of galaxies just in this black square that they were staring at instead of observing something that was closer so they could get detailed. But all they saw was like galaxies and solar systems. I think that is wild. Well, the question, my question is like, do you think it happened by chance? And if it happened by chance, can it still be divine and like, you know, can it still like be a one divine? Of a well, divine is in like something special and like holy in the most genuine sense. So, about like, if, it. if Earth is just run by what Christians believe to be God, right? And there's there's another Earth somewhere, 
in the far universe, like, does our God run that too? Or I think, is yes. there another God? I think that, yeah, I think that it's a, a force. Yeah. The, uh, yes, I do believe that it would run all of them. Like, it would be the, all, the creator. Well, how would that make sense, though, if we have, a, let's say, other life forms are out there right now, currently? Mm-hmm. Would we not have a spiritual connection with them somehow then? Well, is it okay to not know that they exist? Like, we have trouble as humans not being okay with not knowing. In a sense, we, like, want to know, and we want to, like, right? So even if they do exist, and maybe we don't know them, and we don't have a spiritual connection, what if they are connected spiritually? Like, and we right. just do not know yet. Right, Could yeah. that still happen? It's like, does it, if a tree falls in the woods, does it make a noise type situation? It does. Like, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you right? were there, so, so it doesn't matter. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm just gotcha. yeah. right. But I no, I, I, I totally but, see yeah. where you're coming from, though, because like it, you don't have to know that they're there in order to acknowledge them. And I, I kind of feel like I'm sort of on the same page because like I feel like, right, big if kind of thing, that there are other intelligent life forms or at least just life forms out there somewhere but i don't know so do i do i have to know to think that they're there no absolutely not so i i see that yeah i get it uh the james webb telescope the space telescope mm-hmm. is the newest webb. one it's like a giant like triangle thing and mm-hmm. it can see like like a bazillion stuff away is that webb with two b's it is oh i know that guy yeah didn't you guys go to that one place together yeah we totally did and uh the crater i was telling you about is wolf creek meteorite crater wolf creek pass oh i like smoking on down (laughs) wait do you guys know that song no but it's in western australia oh western australia cw mccall yeah that was cw mccall wolf creek pass (laughs) they're the guys that did convoy yeah yeah. He's bounded down. Load no, that's oh, Jerry uh, Reed. Reed. Oh. Load it up and truck it. That's the only convoy I know. <laughs> no. We got a little convoy done. rocking. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one's That's wow. C.W. McCall. But that, but nothing compares to that. Oh, that I was thinking that. Yeah, yeah, my bad. I got those two mixed in my and head. And four by four. Well, me and Earl the, was hauling chickens on this song. flatbed out of Wiggins. <laughs> Spent all night on the uphill side of this hell called Wolf Crick Pass. It's up there on the Great Divide. See, you almost got me a little Midwestern in you over there. That's his grandma. I know it. Oh, some other stuff oh yeah, we, in we a met great grandma. while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I ain't drank wine in a great, great while. while. You know, some people, they can't, they can't hold a tune in a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of her, yeah, all of her Missouriisms. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I love. Yeah, that's kind of like the old fart that I'd work on that I was that, doing that redoing that Model A for. Oh yeah, yeah. He'd always say, "Daggum," or he goes, "Shoo, buddy." Just like during, like when he got wore out, he's like, "I'm fixing to get tired." Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you Either tired? You're tired or you're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm fixing about be right there then. <laughs> I'm, I'm fixing to. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that play we did? Or, wait, no, we Which weren't one? in the play. It was. Uh, it was before our time, but they kept saying "shoot a mile, yes" or "shoot a mile, no." Like that was a big Missouri, yeah, kinda, I and I remember that, saying yeah. that like all throughout high school, like "shoot a mile." Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I do the shoot. 
I, I have a bad thing of doing that Mr. Poopy butthole or whatever. Oh, is, that yeah. South, is that South Park? No, that's uh, oh, Rick that? and Morty. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And so like, this, hey Rick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, you think the family, the Smith family, is gonna be all right? And he's like choking <laughs> out the pizza guy. And he's like, what yeah. The fuck? You know, <laughs> tune in next year or a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. Like rolling around on the pizza. Uh huh. So yeah, I was just doing that shit. This kid, he was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, daddy. Daddy's here. That's bad. I'm sorry. I'm going to edit all that out. <laughs> Bo, you got it right now. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not on my game. <laughs> What's up? What do you got? Cranberry juice. It's getting my throat all fucked up. I do be liking that cranberry juice. That was pretty good. Yeah, hell yeah. So I was going to ask you all how living in New York is because I only think about how like, you're going down the movies and watching like, you know, I don't know, what's a, a big daddy or something and you're in these crazy loft apartments. Everything's just a giant apartment. There's no like houses with grass. There's nothing, yeah. right? So, yeah. yeah, I don't have a backyard. I live in a basement um, and it's like a one room apartment. Uh, my landlords are upstairs. And I have the tiniest little kitchen. My kind of dining room and living room are the same thing. And, I mean, my rent is more than what I pay in my mortgage here in Missouri. So it's not great. And I don't, I don't even have I, have, I don't have a washing machine. I don't have a driveway. I have to street park. Sometimes I, if I show up from work late, like, I don't have parking. And I have to, like, look to the block left or right of me to like park somewhere. Oh, fuck that. I don't like it. <laughs> you know what it is really and truly? It's that you're forced to be close to other people. So a lot of times oh, like yeah. you'll see into a lot of other people's lives like unsolicited, mm -hmm. you know, and that's kind of like the tone of it. Everyone's kind of crammed together. So and sometimes like you really see the crazy. Oh, and sometimes you God. see the genuine good, but there's a wider range because of the volume of people. So, but, I don't know. You'll see shit you won't see anywhere else. I believe honestly. it. I believe it. God. That gives me the heebie-jeebies. Just like, like, I can just see the It horror. makes you so uncomfortable to be, like, that close to your fellow man so <laughs> often. But you can right? tell a true New Yorker by <laughs> their want for interaction with other New Yorkers. Yeah. So, Cue the... Yeah, I was, I was telling her about this. I was like, uh, I think you need to work on your inside voice kind of thing. And she's like, what do you mean? I, I don't talk loud. But it's funny because, like, in public, uh, she does talk loud, and I'll, I'll be, like, real whisper, like, because it's just a conversation between her and I. But I, I was like, I think that New Yorkers like to speak loud because they're hoping that someone around them is like listening into their conversation <laughs> for oh, that opportunity yeah. to wow. agree with them and be like, I know, right? Like, <laughs> and they and they just want to like, <laughs> they want to find someone who agrees with them so they can have that conversation and be like closer to their yeah. fellow New Yorkers. Well, you know? Yeah, we'll dabble. We'll dabble. <laughs> We're into that Like sometimes. the hootie hoo thing. Like, but, hootie hoo. Uh, yeah, you hear yeah, you fucking idiot. Get out of here. Oh, my yeah. God. That yeah. was a great Joe Pesci. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who that is, but I hope oh, it's good. Oh, you do know no, who that you is. do You've if you him. say I'm walking here. Oh, he really? was in like I just know that's a thing. He was in a whole bunch of movies. Like oh, no. Home Alone, Home Alone 1 and 2. He was a yeah. burglar. Is it offensive whenever people do New York accents? No, not at all. Okay, that's cool. I think no, it's wait. funny. I try yeah. mine out every once in a while. Yeah, you're getting pretty good, dude. He's getting good. That yeah. was yeah. good. Yours was really good, too. Oh, it's because like, I was further away from the mic. 
That was like a Jersey, maybe a little bit more Jersey. Uh, thank you. Was. I appreciate it. Yeah, not quite Long Island, but yeah. definitely Jersey. I'm more like the Jersey Shore. You know, I the watch Jersey a lot of Shore. fucking mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Tan Laundry back in the day, baby. GTO. Oh, wait, what were you t- saying, Bo? The last thing you said. Oh, like, New Yorkers just want someone to, like, agree with them oh, so yeah. they can be, like, closer to their fellow New Yorker. Oh, yeah. But there is, like, noise pollution, too. So I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people are at, like, a louder volume because we don't know what silence is. And, like, I don't know. Out here, it's, like, more quiet. But even there's in your constant, house? Even in your house. Like, the sound of the highway, you don't really think about it, but it's a detail. It's just this the, constant like, drone. The constant mm-hmm. uh, planes flying overhead, like... It does affect the human psyche. Oh, you can imagine, I right? I get go insane. Right? Yeah. There's always like a, a sound, you know. And even on my quiet little far. block, like people just race down that freaking street it's and it's 25 tr- miles an hour. And it, But they get past the, the stoplight and they're like, bet, I'm going to fucking floor my BMW and just take off down that thing, pipes blaring yeah, and bah, backfiring. Bah, 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 I yeah. hate BMWs. Peace and quiet is so Ugh. valuable. It really is. It's a virtue. How do you feel being out here then? I feel so relaxed and like I could finally sleep. I swear. Really? Yeah. See, like, I, I have had to have like a white noise. I didn't know if that would affect you. No, I like white noise too, but I don't know. In the city, it's just, it does give me the heebie-jeebies yeah. as well because of the energy of everybody and the pace of oh. everybody as well. Yeah. So it's like what's expected and like the hassle to do anything, even to go to work like two hours in advance. I have to plan for traffic parking because i'm not taking the subway anymore yeah like that yeah but yeah and so like all that is just so much to do rather than just driving up or just fucking showing up like easy and being there without a hassle yeah like i I told her that we're gonna uh, be at greg's in 20 minutes and then we were here in 20 minutes like it you know blew her mind (laughs) yeah at noon you're like hey we need to be wrapping this up all right we got fucking traffic you know yeah it's honestly like no way of life for a true human being it's I, like i couldn't handle it but I, under, I totally understand how people get stuck in that because because of the money it's mostly. it's like money everything. like you get paid more just living and working in new york but then everything else is so expensive so you get sucked into this constant loop of i i'm going to stay here because that's what my family has done mm-hmm. that's what i'm going to do and if I leave, like, I'm not going to get the same money. And they don't realize that, like, if you would just, like, save a little bit and get your ass out of the city, like, you're going to be so much happier. But some right. people just enjoy that grind a and, and that constant, like, on edge kind of feeling, I think. Uh, and, yeah. And they just, they just want to yeah. stay there. Well, think about it. If you were raised, you were raised there, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I couldn't imagine, like, in my opinion, that's all you know. You know, if I was me just being in that environment all and then whenever I got out of it, I'd yeah, I'd be kind of like, I got to go fucking crazy or something. Well, yeah, there is something to it. I mean, like being able to kind of suss out like people Mm -hmm. or like have an intuition about like danger because you're more exposed to it, I guess, like susceptible to it because of the volume of people. So I do think it makes you kind of like perceptive in ways in different ways. Sometimes it's an unhealthy perceptive, though. It could. Oh, yeah. It's a very Because you'll like, always think that someone's... Yeah, you'll always um, think that someone's trying to, like, uh, get a, an edge in on you or, like, try oh, yeah. to con you out of something. Whenever yeah. sometimes, like, people where I grew up, like, they're just trying to be the most genuine neighbors. Like, mm. our, our neighbor went and uh, 
scooped all the snow off of our driveway and mm-hmm. like we didn't ask him to do that right. he was just like he saw that we were gone and he's like oh boy all the cars are gone so i'm gonna the do highlight it of his day it was probably yeah. yeah and uh dad sent him a text like hey thanks you know and right stay off my lawn but thanks you know, no <laughs> 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 but, but, no but that's what i was gonna ask like i couldn't just going to kansas city freaks me out new york there's like a thousand kansas cities in new york so i couldn't imagine growing up especially being a female yeah, like for sure what was it did you feel a constant threat because i wouldn't feel comfortable at all thinking about that like just you kind of lucked out with where you did grow up that in that house I did. just because yes. it's like back in the middle of like it's its own little community it's its own little neighborhood so i did get lucky with that and like had a friend group and would venture out and like did encounter things but i wouldn't say it's like like the hard streets of the Bronx because there's the South Bronx and then I live in the East Bronx, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's it's different, yeah. But, like, you don't... Yeah. <laughs> um, whatever. All right, that's fine. I, I wasn't trying to, like, if that's an uncomfortable no, question. I was just no. mainly, like, trying to, like, the threat that's constantly... Because, well, like I said... Well, yeah, maybe not a threat, but you do get exposed to, like, lots of people at when you're like mm-hmm. growing up because there are a lot of people around so like a lot of times it would be like all different like types of people when i was like 12 13 years old i had friends that was 18 years old you know doing like smoking pot doing drugs like mm-hmm. drinking or whatever so like early exposure probably is one side effect of oh, that yeah. you know oh for sure so I can imagine and, and like, those are the threats and the dangers sometimes mm-hmm. you know not necessarily getting shot like everyone thinks right. in the bronx like yo you ever got shot <laughs> yeah and like i can't speak from like the female perspective but even in my like relatively quiet part of brooklyn i think i walked out to my truck for something and I was like digging in the center console for like paperwork for my taxes. I don't know. Mm. And this presumably homeless, presumably drugged up dude, like we made eye contact, and that's my bad for making eye contact. Yeah, have done that's that. an invite. It's, oh, it it's is. It's the biggest invite I, for those of. transient Isn't people. That weird? And huh. he walked over to me and he was like trying to tell me, like, just make sure you tell everyone. What like, they what need the, to hear. Yo, what right? the fuck? That's why you're on a podcast. And it was like the weirdest conversation. I was like, all right, thanks, man. And I went back to doing what I was doing, but I was like hyper aware of where he was yeah. from then on. And he like walked around the bed of my truck and he like got kind of close to me, but he was like still keeping his distance. Mm-hmm. And, but he was like just repeating the same stuff. Make sure everyone you need to tell like knows what they need to know all right, cool, man. <laughs> and, and then I like, kind, go ahead. I kind of turned my back. Cause I was like ready to get out of my truck. And, but I was like, I was going to wait for him to go yeah, away. Exactly. And, um, I felt him on me. What? Like he had like Ow. snipered in for like a hug almost. A behind hug? Yes. Oh god. And <laughs> no warning. Yeah. I have I have a knife like wedged in between the center console and this driver's is, seat of my truck. Time out, time out. Is this a prison story? This is getting very prison <laughs> Not a prison story. Like literally I'm just ten yeah. feet away from my door. Sounds what? like oh. men have it worse over there. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I like grabbed my knife yeah. and I didn't unsheath it. But I like yeeted him off me like football checked him, yeah. and he like stumbled off into the street, and he was like, "All right, all right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry," <laughs> and, and a fucking I, bus hits him, and I was like, "Yeah, man, that would be fucking." Angry. And I was like, "I'm gonna leave now." <laughs> 
And all right, all right. <laughs> and I closed my truck door, locked the truck, and I like walked around my freaking block because I didn't want him knowing where I yeah. live. And then like whenever I got back to my apartment, I was like, look left, look right. All right. I don't see him. And then like yeeted into my apartment. Like yeah. that was terrifying. Dude, I bet, man. Because yeah. like, and he smelled, he smelled like sickly sweet. Like he had been wearing just cologne and body odor oh, and had been caked on him. Like a seventh grader. Like a seventh grader. Yeah. And yeah. I just, just, I felt like he was homeless probably in a hard place but right. that was terrifying and like i didn't pull my knife but i wasn't ready to like hurt somebody it's just right. get, the, get off me yeah, this man. Is too much man this that's is a lot of effort just to walk to your front door okay i so. know <laughs> right? I, you never had that issue no no thankfully no damn Not, nothing like that that i can remember the only thing right. i have is my nosy ass neighbor down the road man he starts fucking yeah. coming i'm like god I I always like fucking Frank and me be having a cigar or something outside. Is that the that one or yeah, that, that one? This that one, one over here died. Thank God. Wow. He fucking oh. kicked the motherfucking bucket. Thank you. I he comes in clutch. I swear to God. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so we are coming up on fifty-seven minutes. If y'all want to carry on for like a part two, or we could wrap it up. Mm-hmm. However, we really never got anywhere crazy with it. Um, yeah, Instagrams, followers, anything like that. You can shout it out. I've got nothing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you, no. no I'm, you guys, so I'm happy to be here. That's great. <laughs> so uh, you're good for part one? Good? or mm-hmm. Probably good for part one. Right, then, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. move on. Okay, cool. All righty, y'all. Well, uh, that was Bo and uh, Chelsea from New York. And, hey, real New fast. Give City. me really good New York. Fucking Send us off with a good New York. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Fucking Joey Bag of Donuts over here. Thanks, you. No. <laughs> oh, that's my male one, but uh, yeah. there's, like, a female one, too. You, I got a character. You need some glasses for it? I got a character. I call her, um, what's her fuck's her name? Janine. <laughs> Honey, my fucking house phone. He never calls me on the house phone anymore. <laughs> like, I don't know what. You want to go for a walk later? Yeah? Okay. Well, Give <laughs> me a pack of cigarettes. Hey, hey Joey. Janine, will, yes. you, will you say, everyone, thank you for your joining across the bar? Hey, <laughs> hey, everyone, thank you for joining across the bar. Hope you have a good night. Get home safe. Love you. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>